It's August 24th, 2023, and on today's episode of Comic Talk, we'll be talking about all the comics that came out this week, like Amazing Spider-Man 32 and Jean Grey 1 from Marvel, Mark Miller's Big Game 2 from Image Comics, Dark Knights of Steel 12 and Night Terrors 4 from DC Comics, and a whole bunch more. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, with guests Manny Hondres at Manny Reads Comics and Lex from the Wednesday Pearl Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, because here's your weekly comic book recap. And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Key, where we talk about this week's new comic book releases. It is Thursday, August 24th, 2023. And for those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out on, on Tuesdays. New Marvel comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday to talk about everything that came out. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And if you are watching us live, uh, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash show or youtube.com slash show. And if you're watching us live, uh, you can see my guests. And if you are listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, you can't see the guests. Let's introduce them. First, we got Manny Hondress, a.k.a. Manny Reads Comics. Manny, what's up, man? Happy to be back. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're back. Uh, it's how long has it been a long time? It's been about a month. You know, you've asked me to come back a couple of times and August is just rough. You know, that's uh, my wife's teacher. So like, you know, that's when she gets back to school and I work at a university. So it's like everything is just rough. So it's been about a yeah. month. Uh, I'm with you. August, August has been rough for everybody. Uh, that's why like all the guests this month have doubled up on weeks. So uh, you and our other guests, uh, who have yet to mention, uh, will be up on next week as well. So, and then last week or the last two weeks, we had Drew and Ambrosia. So, yeah, August seems to be a tough month uh, for everyone. Uh, but, you know, I got a job to do, you know? I'm getting paid the big bucks to keep the ball rolling here, <laughs> you know? Uh, so thank you. Thank you for for agreeing to do two weeks in a row. Um, second guest, we got, we got Lex from Wednesday Poll. Lex, welcome back. Yo, man, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be back. Yeah, yeah. Um, you and Manny, you guys have both been on the show a lot of times, but you guys have never been on the show together, which I think is funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think I've now. been on I think I've been on with a lot, most of the people that you've had on the show. I think. At some point, right? Yeah. Uh, because this show started March 2021. Mm-hmm. So uh between now and then, you know. Uh, I've had people come in seasonally, you know, yeah. but uh, the fact is like, yeah, it's weird. Uh, but uh, Manny and Lex, I'm, I'm glad to have you guys. Um, while we talk, I'm, I'm going to be uh, prepping um, these images, but real, real quick. What, uh, what were you guys' reading lists uh, uh, for this week? I think you had a short, shorter pull, so I'll let you go. <laughs> yeah, I had a short list this week. Uh, as we mentioned, August is is rough with everybody going back to school and whatnot. So I didn't get as much reading as I wanted to. Last night I was falling asleep trying to get <laughs> trying to get through some of the books. Not that they were boring. Yeah. It's just that I'm I'm old. So there, there are some off, titles that I I pieced out halfway through. Like I could not. It's easy. I'll, I mean, I'll go over it. I'll go over you know <laughs> those things in a little bit. But sorry, what were your what were your picks for this week? 
Starting off uh, at DC, yeah. I've read Dark Knights of Steel, issue number 12, the last issue of that series. And mm-hmm. I read The Penguin 1. Over at Marvel Comics, I read The Immortal Thor, issue number 1. And I read Jean Grey, issue number 1. And I also skimmed through a few other books. So if anybody read them, I might be able to touch base on. And on the indie side of things, at Image Comics, I read The Schlub. Issue number one. I read it a few weeks ago. They sent it to us early. And so I skimmed through it again. I hope I didn't forget everything that happened. <laughs> but then I also read The Big Game, issue number two from Image. And IDW and Dark Horse are doing a crossover book, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Stranger Things. I read that one as well. So that's okay. all I got through completely without falling asleep. Yeah. I mean, and that's fair. Uh, people were asking me, like, how do I read that many, like, how, read that many books? But, like, I try to get my DCs done on Tuesdays. Like, I yeah, try. I, I do my best. But right now, it's also a slow DC couple of months because of Night Terrors. I'm not a big fan of that. So, same. Um, so, like, I'm not reading as many, but, like, uh, it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday read for me. Yeah. Like, trying to do what I can, you know? Um, but you got a good list. Do you do you like, hate yourself you when you have like a like a light list? No, I I enjoy it for the week. I'm like, oh, oh man, okay. I would love to say that I tackle my unread list from previous weeks and months, but I I, I don't. I leave them in their yeah. bags. Like I have I have bags behind me on my shelf that I don't even know what what's in it. I just I'm scared to <laughs> I'm scared to look. I haven't put them away or anything. I do I do binges so like yeah. if i if i've given up on a on a title but then i want to hop back in then i have to binge it and i'll, I'll yeah. catch up then you know yeah um but everybody has their thing i get it um manny what's your well what'd you read this week i had a bigger list but then listening to your list i'm like oh man i didn't read anything no <laughs> I, on dc i read uh penguin because i'm also not really into night stairs but i've been hearing really good things just not into it i, I just yeah. don't care yeah just another event you know uh marvel i also did uh gene gray immortal thor uh amazing spider-man 32 and moon knight city of the dead number two uh and then back over at image comics i did tenement number three the dead lucky number eight and uh that's pretty much it there i think oh uh no one no one number five. That one's pretty good too. That's from the uh from the massive verse. So mm-hmm. okay. What books are in the massive verse? So like for everybody out there, like image has their kind of like little new shared yeah. universe that they're doing. Um so the main what books one, count as the massive verse now? The main one would be Radiant Black. Then after that, we had Infernal Girl Red, uh Dead Lucky, Radiant Pink. Uh, Radiant Red is in there. It had like its own little thing. Radiant Pink and Radiant mm-hmm. Red. Um, but I think that's it. Oh, and uh, Rogue Sun. Rogue Sun's the other one. Yeah, and no one. No oh, one yeah, no. I always forget no one is part of the the verse because like there aren't any powers. <laughs> this is Batman, yeah. basically. It's who it is. Yeah. It's we don't know yet. Okay. Yeah, it's that's interesting. Good. Um, what's what's the best title in the massive verse, and which one? is um yeah, worth skipping oh tough. you can definitely skip dead lucky uh, i'm just gonna throw that out there oh dead really lucky you're not a fan is, 
not a fan. Uh, Dead Lucky and, and Radiant Pink for me were like uh, at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, Radiant Black and Rogue Sun, I think, are the top two for me. I can't okay. decide which one's better than the other, but they're definitely up there. Um, I can't speak for Sammy DeMonster, but I believe Sammy's two favorite titles are Rogue Pink, or Ro- not Rogue Pink, Radiant Pink and uh, what was the one you Dead hated? Lucky. Oh, Dead Lucky. Yeah. Dead Lucky. So you guys are on opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah, no. Uh, Radiant Pink, I think it was just too, like, I hate to, I, I'm not trying to be mean about it or anything. It was, yeah. it was spastic. You know, like it was just, mm. there was no cohesiveness between page to page it was just like check me out i have powers <laughs> like, i read i, I read know. the first two issues and it like it was okay i i don't know whether it like spoke to me per se but yeah. i it was a mini series right yeah yeah just five five issues okay so like i i want to go back and i want to finish it but um i also have fallen behind on radiant black so there's that so it's hard for me to get into the massive verse because like i fall behind on the main title you know that's a lot of things to to catch up on. That's that's it's uh, yeah, something it's to look forward to. Huge. So. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. Wait, Lex, is that your favorite and least favorite in the Massiverse? Um. I yeah, Radiant Black's probably my my favorite one, just because yeah. that's the one that started it all. Um. I really I'm digging no one a lot. Rogue Sun. Yeah, I'd say Rogue Sun is up there for me. Okay. Probably yeah, in that order. One thing, one thing I like about just the massive person in general with Kyle Higgins is they're doing so many like things outside of just comic book format, like uh radiant black right now, issue 25 and up, there's going to be a diverging timeline, uh, same book cover a and cover B, but mm-hmm. one has a path a and one has path B, which has like to do this with the whole timeline war. Uh, you have the podcast with no one. There's mm-hmm. like a mystery and no one who is no one. And then after you read the book, there's a podcast you can go listen to that is it's in the world of no one. It's it's the characters of no one doing a podcast, yeah, which is really cool. Uh, and then he, he's about to start a uh, like trading card game with Radiant Black with the Massive Verse characters. Mm-hmm. He's doing so many things like that's just like yeah, breaking the world of comics. You know, breaking the format. Yeah, yeah. They had that one issue that tied, that at the end of it, it tied to a little animated short that you could go watch. Yeah, yeah. A lot of cool yeah, they've been doing a lot cool. of cool stuff. The voice of Batman Beyond, Will Will Friedel. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the voice of of uh, of Radiant Black. Okay, you guys are gonna have to fill me in after this, or make TikToks because like right. I didn't I didn't know all this stuff. Um, um. Okay, all right. Uh, I prepped all the images now, so sorry, I'm not playing favorites when I put my images up for right now. When I'm, you know. When we talk about you're what you guys read. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm ready. All right, so uh, I read Amazing Spider-Man 32. I read Dark Knights of Steel 12. I read Jean Grey 1. I read Big Game 2. I read X-Force 43. I read Night Terrors 4. I read Deadpool 10, Invincible Iron Man 9, Batman the Brave and Bold 4. But that was a skim. I did not like this issue unstoppable doom patrol 5 realm of x1 captain america finale planet of the apes 5 and marvel unleashed 1 so um uh there's a lot of overlap between all of us right what were what was your guys's uh uh pick of the week i'll let you go first this time annie thank you a gentleman 
<laughs> I, I, I gotta say no one no one number five was was good it's a uh, it's on the fifth issue it's uh connecting a lot of dots about the mystery that i was talking about a little bit earlier and um and then when i went to go listen to the podcast right after i reading this there was just such it, it was a good cohesive like there's a character in it that that's really angry about having to talk in this podcast she she's a reporter and she it wants to to get to like the actual news but the her 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 bosses and her boss's boss basically just making her do this podcast and and like talking about who is no one when she doesn't care about that and and like when you listen to the podcast you can hear it in her voice like oh and now we're going to talk about the who could be no one because there's obviously not no better news other than that even though we just talked about this and it's just really cool to to see that to to see these comic book characters come to life immediately you know so that that i think took it the number one spot for me so do you feel like it was the number one book because uh there wasn't just that many good books this week or because it's just a competitive book it's just it's gonna be on top you know i'm about to to show off you know obviously i'm on a on a comic book show so i'm already showing off my my nerdiness but I do rate my books. I have my, like my own little rating system of like a top 15. Like 15 is the max that you can get in this rating system. There's a, there's pace. You get three points for each, right? There's pace, okay. emotion, logic, dialogue, and immersiveness. So if you get Pel- three at... The old Peldy. Yes. <laughs> so this one, I think it got a, a 12, right? 12, 12 out of 15, which okay. uh, this year so far, because I also... <laughs> I also keep a list of my top books of the year. I have a whole thing. And this year I, I, I just hit 10 books that that hit 15 out of 15. Okay. Right. So but it's still up there. 12 out of 15 is above average. Um I think I think there might have been one or two books. If there was like a, one or two other books that came out, it would have definitely hit Rogue Sun. If I had actually got to it, that might be the top book. But okay. All right. Uh what was L and what was I? uh logic and immersiveness interesting not so there's nothing for art like the point yeah. is like don't have good art you just have to have art that works that's immersive i decide art is its own different category because oh, you can't okay. you can't judge a book by the art right you can't like the story is good whether it looks good or not is is what i'm trying to say yeah and sometimes but sometimes but, you don't give a good story a chance because it has bad art right exactly and but there is also things like bad art so if we when we get to talking about spider-man the art mm. not being drawn by jrr made the story a little bit better in my thank you yeah. I okay said, i wasn't sure which direction you were gonna go in mm. i just said I, that doesn't matter that doesn't matter but here i am like eating my own words <laughs> jr jr i am i'm not a fan i'm okay with him but i'm not a fan like i'd rather not I just, I'm tired okay, of his oversized baby heads that he does. Like when he does kids, <laughs> he does an adult head kind of on a smaller body. It's just the weirdest. Yeah. He draws kids really weird and kids pop up in his art a lot. Like, I was a big fan. I was a big fan of the nineties, man, but it does, it does not translate now. Yeah. Um. So we got, we got no one, uh, no one number f- uh, five from Manny. Um, Lex, what do you got? What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is still surprising even to myself, but it is the Penguin issue number one. 
Uh, I really didn't okay. see that happening, and it totally surprised me. And, and not not to say that I don't know. It's my pick of the week solely because I really don't care about the penguin at all. Like as a character, I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> could care less. I picked this up because you know it's a number one. I usually give number ones a shot, and I actually was like, "Damn, this is kind of good." I actually, not that I care about the penguin, but I definitely want to see where they're going with this. I want to say that they they really tried to make the penguin look like a bigger badass than what he is, right? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I don't know, Dimitri. Did you read the book? Uh, I didn't read this one, and I know Penguin Zero came out last week, I think, uh, and I just haven't popped in there have been really good penguin stories in the past and like sometimes they Mm -hmm. write him like he's the kingpin like a very very kingpin-esque stories from like marvel they'll do for penguin um which i do like but sometimes the stories are super bleak and i just get sad sometimes because like it'll just be like oh yeah here's a death of a kid here's somebody getting fed to a lion that has a fan there's a little bit of that in this like uh, yeah yeah, there's a little bit of that in this, but it's good. Okay. It's worth it's it's worth jumping in. I think so. For now at least, I'm gonna pick up the next one. And again, it's because I went in with like I'm not gonna I don't know why I bought this. I don't I don't care about the penguin. And then I was yeah. like, damn, that was that was pretty good reading. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. It was pretty good too, honestly. Let's just go ahead and talk about the art as well, right? Yeah, it was really, really good. Oh, the art's really good? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. not, I don't know right. who, who is in there. Um, it, it's tough for me to pick a a number uh, a pick of the week, but I think for me, okay, yeah, no, I I got it. It it is Invincible Iron Man, uh, number nine. I've been talking about this uh for the last week on TikTok because I binged to catch up, and so. Because what like I knew tangentially it was it was X-Men related. And yeah. so, but I was like, how much so? But I know that the the wedding of Emma uh uh Emma Frost and Tony Stark are it's coming up. And I was like, I don't like it, I don't want to have anything to do with it. But then I started reading these issues, and I'm like, oh man, they are really good. So yeah. like issues one through three are like its own thing to kind of set up the series. But then issue four is when they introduce Fei Long, who I just, I did a, a video on TikTok today about Fei Long. Um, and he's like an X-Men, he's a new X-Men villain. And so, mm-hmm. and then he's squaring up against Tony Stark. He's taken over Stark tech. And so he's built Sentinels based off of Stark technology. So these are Sentinels that the X-Men like, Five of them have trouble beating, like like a whole squad of X Men have trouble beating one Sentinel. So it's put a lot of the power into the humans um, and Orcus. So so these issues, they issue four is before the Hellfire Gala, but then a couple issues in is after the Hellfire Gala. I think so. Issue eight or issue seven takes place after the Hellfire Gala. So um, I love me some X Men and like. I, I'm not a Tony Stark fan Mm because I find him arrogant and I like, he's not as lovable in the comics as he is in the movies. And that's because Robert Downey Jr. Right. Right. 
but in this there's a human side to him in this series and uh i have a big problem with the avengers the avengers never stand up for mutant rights like i feel like they're just there doing their own thing and like the mutants are dying and then the avengers are like eh, you know avengers aren't that great they're not that great of a team (laughs) you know They're not that? that good of a hero. They're not that's they're not very they're not a very good superhero team. People don't no. want to talk about it though because of the movies. Yeah. No, it's funny that you say that though, because I was reading Captain and Marvel, The Dark Tempest last week or the mm-hmm. week before. And uh in that there's a scene where Spider-Woman is trying to get a hold of the Avengers and the Avengers don't pick up. They're like, Hey, we're off off world. Uh if you can't get a hold of us, call the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, same thing. Hey, if we're we're off dimension. If you can't get a hold of us, please call uh Professor X with the X-Men and the X-Men. Like movie stars, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the X-Men, same thing, but they go back to the Avengers. So it's just like, and then she ended up going to the cops, the NYPD. And I'm like, what do you what? <laughs> That's not yeah. Doesn't translate. But no, I feel it's like pretty funny. Like it, it's funny how like Marvel talks about being street level a lot, right? Like when people think of DC versus Marvel, Marvel's supposed to be street level, but like mm-hmm. I feel like DC heroes help street level. Pro, like solve street level problems more so than yeah. marvel characters do because like all these teams are always like off world doing their own thing while like mute like hate groups are going and killing mutant children and the avengers yeah. just like eh, you know dust yourself off and get back up you know not our problem yeah uh but mutant, <laughs> like when there's an avengers level problem the mutants always show up to help and so i've always yeah. held this like i know it's fictional but i've held this distaste mm-hmm. for the status quo of marvel like the avengers and their like you know thing i've always kind of held a distaste for it i'm x-men all the way x-men versus avengers i was yeah I'm, I'm i'm more on the x-men side i just haven't you know i posted something about the other day i've been waiting to catch up on uh x-men stuff since house of x powers of 10 so I've been, <laughs> I've been waiting a little too long to jump uh, in. <laughs> okay, if I'm rattling it off my head, off the top of my head, House of X, Powers of X, then you can read whatever titles you want that came out right then and there. I'd say like mm-hmm. the main X-Men title and X-Force, let's just say. Uh, you're going to get to uh, X of Swords. If you mm-hmm. like, uh, there, there's like plot points, but there there's some things in that where I'm not a big fan of. But if... Are you a big fan of like big science fiction like world building? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so X of Swords is is will expand upon Krakoa stuff. So then after X of Swords, then you get to Hellfire Gala, the first one. That's mm-hmm. huge. After that happens, start reading X-Men Red. Then read the next Hellfire Gala. I th- I think it's in that order. X- Hellfire Gala 2022. No, no, no. Before that, Inferno, you got to read mm. that. Then Hellfire Gala 2022, which leads into Judgment Day. And then this current Hellfire Gala. Like, if you really want bare bones, and it sounds yeah. funny that that's bare bones, but. And, you know, I've skimmed those are all through trades, some of, you know, I've skimmed, I've skimmed through some of this stuff throughout the years that it's been going on, but I've never like sat down to just like digest all of it it it's mind-blowing how good x-men yeah. is now because they call yeah. it like i've read interviews or, or listened to interviews with like the cre- like just comic book creators and stuff they were like oh that's the lost decade there was like a lost decade of x-men 
Yeah, with the whole movie rights and stuff. Yeah, where Marvel was like, we're taking steps back. We're going to kill them. We're going to do this and this. And we're just going to give them one, two series at most. They're trying to push the Inhumans and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a lost decade and it sucks. And so now they finally brought it back full force. And like, I don't want the X-Men to go back to their mansion antics, you know? Yeah, it'd be Um, stupid for them to do that. I, I don't know how you could take a step back. So... I think it's worth investing in. Yeah. If you're no, like, I've, I've never heard it called Powers of Ten, but it makes sense because Powers of Ten isn't Powers of X like in the future, like way, way, yeah. way in the future. So like Powers of Ten to the Power of Ten, like that. That was yeah. that was nice. I like that. <laughs> this this that, new era. I don't know if that's what it meant or anything. Yeah. But yeah right. Yeah. right. Like, they like to play around with that. So like they they do three things with the x so it's either x stands for something unknown like an unknown variable Mm -hmm. like they'll play around with that or x is the number 10 or x is like x-men like you know like a brand so they've been playing that like house of x powers of 10 but most people read it as like hox pox right yeah uh but then there's x of swords which brought in like a like oh it's a mystery but then it's also 10 of swords like the tarot card mm-hmm. so like there's like this the whole thing and then there's like the x lives of wolverine which can be both mean the unknown amount of lives or the 10 lives. like they're they've, they've been <laughs> you know? i love it yeah so i mean x i mean all aboard the x-men train man yeah i gotta get on it yeah um what did I say my pick was? Invincible Iron Man number nine. Yeah, definitely. Um, what were what were the books that we crossed over on? Let's talk about those. What did you read from DC? Um, Dark Knights of Steel twelve. Did you read that, mm-hmm. Manny? I did. I did it. Wow. Have you read any Dark Knights of Steel, Manny? No, I uh, I am being stubborn about it because I talked crap about it early on, and then it turned out to be really good. But mm-hmm. I can't admit that I'm wrong, obviously. So yeah, uh, have not read it. But I do plan on reading it at some point. But now that I guess this is the last issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if it's done, or at least this arc or whatever is done, yeah. then maybe maybe it's a good time to jump on. It's like so, they knew it was good, so they wanted to leave the point. door open a little bit just in case. Yeah. But it killed the ending, I think. Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. Like when they know there's going to be a sequel, they yeah. start revising the last couple issues. And they're well, I like, feel like the last, the last issue is like, um, there's like a show that got canceled. And so they, they changed the, like you were saying, they changed the last couple issues and they wrapped it up. Just, they wrapped this last issue up. This felt like there was supposed to be maybe three more issues, three or four more issues. Yeah. But they're like, nah, sorry, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk Taylor, about that right? in the next one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Tom Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, he he. Lately, I I used to like him a lot, but like lately, his endings have not been great. They always wrap up too nicely, and Uh I just like what I'm thinking about is uh, what was it that just came out in Marvel? The Dark Dark Ages, Dark Ages. Thank you. Yeah, like that one ended so. The same. This is exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I, I I view it as I can't blame Tom Taylor. Just like this is a hot take. I don't blame 
is it is it Zeb Wells who who's been writing Amazing Spider-Man, but it's been sucky? I don't yeah. blame him. I I that's my hot take. I think editorial, <laughs> I think editorial came in hard because they were like, Amazing Spider-Man. We have to have kill Kamala, but then it has to be before Hellfire Gala twenty twenty three. But Hellfire mm-hmm. Gala, like, there's only a year in between Hellfire Galas, so you only get twelve issues yeah. at most. So, but we have to kill her with enough time to then revive her for this new status quo of X-Men. I don't blame, I don't blame yeah. him for yeah. that. Like, and before the movie comes order. out. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and so. Cause they can't have her dead whenever the movie comes out. So they're like, we gotta, yeah. we gotta bring her back. They also delayed Hellfire Gala. If you, if you look at the previous two Hellfire Galas, they were in, either may i think they were in yep. may or something and this yeah, early this July. and so like they pushed it off they had to figure out something all these timelines had to work so the same goes i think with tom taylor and dark knights of steel and then also with what's his name on dc versus vampires um um spooky Ooh, writer you know what i'm talking about um What's the spook? yeah? He's um, not, uh, who wrote all uh, I can think Nice is... House on the Lake? Who wrote that? James James Tynan. James Tynan the fourth. I think that's Thank who you. wrote. Yeah, I think that's who yeah, wrote DC versus Vampires. <laughs> Come on, guys! Don't you know the shit? Yeah, it's all, I could, all I could think was Tiny <laughs> Onion, but I didn't want to say Tiny Onion. Like, <laughs> tiny that's onion. all I could think of. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, I think he wrote uh, DC versus Vampires, and that wraps up in a very similar way than as this did. Like it was yeah. just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna spend the last issue real quick, tie it up, and then hint at sequels. And those guys are like popular, so they're getting multiple titles. They're getting new, you know, offers. We got a new big event, so we're gonna pull you over here. So it's like, wrap that up for us. It sucks, but it does. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if editorial made them write two endings, one for yeah. if if the title was sells well and they want to do sequels, or yeah. if they're just like <laughs> we'll just. We'll just finish it here, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this book, though. Yeah, me too. It was like a. I really dig Elseworlds books, and it's really hard in Marvel and DC nowadays to to talk about a fresh and original story, and this yeah. one just felt fresh. Uh, they played with a lot of the backgrounds of the characters and, and inter- intertwine their stories in an interesting yeah. way it just it just felt fresh and i think that's why i liked it so much and the art was just out of this world i i feel even like though, oh sorry man i was just gonna like even though you know like obviously you know all these characters you know superman you know batman you mm-hmm. know this whole history of them it didn't bother you that it was changed a little bit or anything like that or did it did they do a good job of Changing it but keeping it pretty much true to their character, or whatever. I mean, me personally, uh, for, I'll, I'll just speak for myself. I'm okay with them changing it for Elseworlds because that's what Elseworlds are. They're mm-hmm. they like like they merge two characters that I love. They merge them together in this book, and I'm okay. Like the you know yeah yeah yeah, this, yeah. that's what it's for. Like it's for a separate thing. You know they killed characters off that like I like, but like it is what it is. 
Yeah, and I think the, they kept the essence of the characters. Like Superman still felt like Superman, even though he he was not Superman, you know. And yeah, Batman still felt like Batman, even though he had a completely different origin and and his life is completely different. Parents and everything, and it just it still had the essence of the characters, but changed it enough that it felt like an original story. And I think that's that's one of the things that I loved about it. it you know, because a lot of times when I read DC books or even Elseworld books, the same goes for Marvel. You get I get so wrapped up in these characters. And I'm like, I know what's about to happen next. This is like the same old thing. And so for yeah. this, every issue, I was like, oh, man, I have no I didn't expect that. Didn't expect that. And it just caught me off guard. Yeah, I feel like Marvel and DC, they do one of two things when it comes to Elseworlds or what ifs or whatever. Uh, they'll either do. Well, what if there's small change? This is what Marvel does all the time. And I'm like, ah, look, like yeah. this one small change will like ramp up in an opposite direction. So it'll be like, you know, what happens if, uh, you know, Reed Richards didn't defeat Galactus? So then it'll be yeah. like a story like Galactus eats the Earth. They send some escape pods to another planet. Now the Fantastic Four lives on Skrullos. And then yeah. like it'll just like ramp up, ramp up, ramp up. And it'll like do this thing. Or yeah. they'll do a reskin, and like DC mm-hmm. does this a lot. You know, both both sides yeah. have problems where it's like, okay, we're going to take the Justice League, but now they're uh, in medieval times, and yeah, 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 yeah. like that's what Dark Knights of Steel could have been. But they'll be like, so then all of the Justice League will just be knights, and then Superman will be King Arthur, and then yeah, they'll fight the Mer- Legion of Doom, but the Legion of Doom will be like like Solomon Grundy will be a troll and then like okay like everything will it'll be a reskin and that'll be it and it'll be the same boom 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 uh this one's different I respect you for it you know same yeah um Manny what's uh what's something you read so pretty high on the list uh surprisingly uh because all I do all I want to do is talk crap about it but it's high on this week's list is Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, let's talk like, about it. It's, it's been rough. It's been rough. And literally, I think the last issue, me and a friend, we talked about it, and, and we said, all right, man, we're in agreement. We're not reading Spider-Man anymore. We're done, right? We're done. <laughs> the, we- the, we- the wedding issue? Uh, yeah, because... You didn't like it? It was just... No, man, I didn't. I have not liked Spider-Man in, okay. in like, <laughs> 10 weeks. You know, like no, okay. all all of Zeb Wells, but like these last ten weeks specifically have been like really bad. And then this comes along. I forgot. I, I forgot about the agreement I made with my friend, and I read uh. the issue, and I texted him later. I immediately was just like, "Hey man, don't be mad, but go read Spider Man 32 because <laughs> it's it." I was like, "It's not better. It's still like like it's still predictable." Like you were talking about earlier, Lex. Like think these stories are predictable i think and i'm gonna do some spoilers here if you haven't read it yet but i think we already know that it's gonna end with uh norman is gonna sacrifice himself to get the goblin back off of peter and it's gonna be mm-hmm. this whole thing and like that and everything's gonna go right back to status quo peter has a sucky life norman is the goblin uh queen goblin's probably gonna be fixed but she's gonna have a little darkness inside her and craven is gonna do craven things who knows what he does, but you know, it's going to end like that. I'm interested on how it's going to get from point A to point B now, yeah. but these last 10 weeks, I, I haven't even cared, 
but this actually got my my interest back up a little bit and the art was way better than uh jrjr patrick gleason patrick gleason's good patrick gleason like he knows how to do spotty just as soon as we saw him in the suit i was like this is beautiful this is he knows how to do this is amazing it's the eyes the way he does the eyes and in the spidey suit you know, we do know it's going to go back to the status quo, man. But what if it didn't? Like this would, exactly. it would be a would game changer. That. Yeah, it would be a game changer in the Spider-Man mythos, even just for a little bit. Like, let Spidey, let Pete be evil. Like he's had enough. I get it. I know I'm tired of the evil hero trope, but it's just I'm also I'm more tired of the down on his luck Peter Parker status quo trope. Do yeah, something it- else with him. Imagine just let him go away this, for a little bit. Imagine if this was the story of what did Peter do? Instead of the whole, yeah. like, he came back from Rabin's parallel. Oh, my God, yeah. And, and he acted, and, like, he's all mad, and he doesn't have the time to explain anything, and he punched a few Avengers, and now that's that's what Peter did. That's why he's so hated. Yeah. Nah. Nah, he, what did Peter do? He became the Goblin for six months. That's why people right. hate him. Like, that would be so yeah. much better. Oh, uh, just kill. black suit Spider-Man all over again, though. That's fine. That's all right. He kills. He kills Norman <laughs> or something crazy like that. That'd be wild. I don't know. I just yeah, like a reversal of the Gwen Stacy thing. Like caught yeah. on camera, he accidentally yeah. kills Goblin. That'd be wild, man. They're not gonna do it. It's gonna be exactly gonna what Manny it. said. It's gonna be. Yeah. But man, so, it could be fun. Here's the problem, and for guys like us, we've been reading comics for a long time. We end up becoming cynical. I yeah. remain hopeful. Um, I remain hopeful uh, that I believe that like comic books as a medium, they do they do rotate and they circle and like they circle the drain, right? But I think they mm-hmm. move forward in a way. Like I think at a certain point, it just depends on what's the iconic take. Like Superman, and I mentioned this before, best thing DC ever did was give Superman a son. Like... Yeah, they move that character forward in a way that they hadn't in the past, like, <laughs> like 80 years, right? Like, yeah, I'm such a complex a character. Son. They made him so much better. They progressed him. I think it's only a matter of time till Marvel does that with, with Peter. I think that, like, yeah. the, the, the point is build up Miles, build up the rest of the Spider family. And yeah. I, I think DC is kind of doing this with Batman or, or Will one day. Um they, they build up his other it. characters, you know. Yeah, they tease it. I have hope, and so I would like, I would love for Peter to take a step back and raise a family. Oh God, that's that. the yeah, that's the dream situation is where you everybody would yeah, that's it. the dream situation where you have that you know you tease the future of Mayday being an actual character and existing yeah. in this universe, and you let Miles be Spider Man. I know that some people don't agree with that, but. Just let him be Spider-Man who? for a while. Who? I, who does, people, who, people like, point him out. Point him out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you let him be Spider-Man. And Pete, just like when Mayday was Spider-Girl, Pete is there. He suits up as Spider-Man a ton right. of times. You right. still have your Peter Parker. But it's just time to kind of shift that story a little bit, make things a little bit more interesting. And then if you bring Pete back in 10 years or whatever for the reset, then it's like, people have longed for that character for so long and it means so much more rather than uh two story arcs later we're back to the status quo you know he's like a billionaire a su- inventor spider-man now he's poor you know yeah Remember exactly he was dead 
Superior Spider-Man lasted what, like a good amount of time, right? Yeah, like, and it was so good. It was, it was so years, good. It was paid off. It was you know? so good. It had to have been more than two years, right? How long was the Superior run? It went from twenty. I think it ended in twenty fourteen, and it started in two thousand eleven. So yeah, three years. And then he's coming that's back. Years, so wild. yeah, and yeah. So, <laughs> I'm gonna dare to say that there is no status quo in comics anymore unless you do a full reboot. I don't think a status quo yeah. exists. I, I status think quo this, goes with the editorial team. It like yeah. when your editorial team, some way it's going to be that way until you change that team. So right, um, that's exactly that's how I, I see it. That this team right now, it's it's going to go back to the status quo. Zeb yeah. Wells, Nick Lowe, they're not going to change anything. They're not. Gonna I don't think. Anything. I don't think Norman's going back to Green Goblin. Not anytime soon. I think so. I think they've teased it enough. So yeah, they teased it enough to where it's the obvious answer. So maybe you're right. Yeah. But I will yeah. say, like, I appreciate your optimism of like, hey, it's probably going to be great. But like, they they broke up MJ and Peter, which fine, yeah. whatever. Then they yeah. brought Felicia in there, which was hey, great, whatever. Perfect. Yeah. What's, perfect. what's happening right now? What is what's happening? I don't know. Back to the status quo. <laughs> Jan, uh, Janice Lincoln or Lonnie Lincoln's lawyer. Um, it's gonna be a fling, you know. There's, there's gonna be a fling. <laughs> yeah. Like, but here's I will the thing. say, go ahead. Oh, I, I just I just think it's funny that DC and Marvel have flipped again where yeah. dc is progressing their characters for the first time or like in a long time yeah. they're progressing time, the characters yeah. and marvel is keeping the status quo and so i think it's funny because wally west is over on the flash raising two superpowered children a third one on the way like mm-hmm. like dc is going to bat for families yeah i think it's only a matter of time till till peter does it that's what like i wouldn't be surprised in the next five years I know five years is a lot, but then again, Superior Spider-Man was so long. That's like, not, yeah, that's not that like long. Five yeah. years, in the next five years, Peter is going to step back. Miles is going to be put into the forefront. Because again, Spider-Verse, all that stuff, that's what's going to happen. Peter's going to have a child. It just makes sense, man. I will and say I'm in saying, this issue, Peter, I just, Peter, I, gets, <laughs> Peter gets with MJ in the next two years. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I will say in this issue though, man, I did appreciate the... Uh, I like that they're teasing Norman of like, hey, he's about to be the goblin. Mm-hmm. You know, he got injected with the venom a few weeks ago. And then to yeah. and this issue is like Craven is like, come on, man, you know, you're the goblin. <laughs> and then he punches him. I like that. I like for someone that hated Norman, good guy, Norman, uh, gold goblin, the surprisingly entertaining. And then I just liked it. I, I like it. I, yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because it's like, so I've been I've I've been a Spider-Man. I've been collecting Spider-Man since oof, the 90s, nonstop. Never missed an issue. And yeah. so I've been in the waves of like oh. really, really bad, really bad stories. And so this one is actually comparatively, like Demetri said, it's still for pushing forward. Like it's still progressively better than some of the maximum clonage and things like that that we saw back in the day. And so there are parts of it that I really, really enjoy, but I am tired of just like, like I said, Peter Park is a billionaire inventor. He has Parker Industries. And then, well, now he can't even afford to buy a sandwich. He's, you know, he's, he's Dr. Octopus, but now he's back to being Peter Parker. And then he's also slightly Dr. Octopus still. We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) He's still. When when the back, when the, when the tentacles came on him, right? Yeah, yeah, he's still yeah. he's still a little bit auto for some reason. We'll maybe we'll 
learn about that in the Spider-Man run. I'm yeah. sure we will. Um, I want to shout out random Dawson. Pat, random Pat X two. Uh, maybe it's random Pat X two, random Pa Texas two. I don't know. Uh, shout out, him. shout out, uh, saying a new generation to appeal to. Uh, random Pat says on Twitch, and then I said respect old fans, bring in new fans, but also try new things. Like there, yeah. there, there's a thing of like keep your status quo, change the status quo. It's this weird like line you got to like walk on, right? Krakoa was a yeah. big change, but it respected the old fans and it brought in new fans with X-Men. So, you know. And Miles um, is still growing. Miles currently got that new power up where he can make the, like the shock sword, I guess. I hate that. Um, I don't know. What I, hate, you I don't need it. Yeah, no, they don't need I hate it. energy right. constructs. Cause like the Flash would do it in the CW show. The Flash would create oh, constructs it. out of electricity it's like, why do you mm-hmm. need electric ninja stars if you're the Flash? It makes no sense. Why do you need a lightsaber yeah. if you're the Flash? He made a lightsaber yeah. in that show. So, you know, for me, I didn't even think about that. I don't like energy uh, constructs. Also, it takes away from Green Lantern. Like, what's the point of Green Lantern if like electric based yeah. characters can make energy constructs? But that's well, it's me. like they they, you know. they want to they want to do it. I, I X Men is a perfect example of them just kind of letting uh, letting them do their thing. But it's like they tease these these introduction of characters. You get Miles and you get his world and people are biting on it a little bit. You obviously have a certain uh, section of the fans that fight against it. So they go back and play it safe. But I think they just need to lean in more on the next generation of comic books, man. Uh, next generation of comic books, next generation of comic book readers. It, it, it's, yeah. it's a fine line, right? Like, I think you have to have foresight. Where is the world gonna be in five years? Personally, I yeah. think who's gonna be more, buying? It's it's more women uh, reading comics, right? Just it's it's been going up yeah. and up and up. So why not create uh, uh, female centric titles? It just makes sense. Yeah, you know, people want to fight against that. Yeah. Not only are they sexist and misogynist, they're also just dumb yeah. business people. Because if you're looking from just a money yeah. aspect, you got to create more content that every you got to like sift in the cracks, right? You, yeah. you heard it here first. You got to get just get up in the crack, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just that's just me. Um, also, I just I like Craven, Craven and Queen Goblin like together. I kind of like that relationship. Yeah, it was good. It was good. You know? Um, also, JRJR does not draw her hot, but this this artist draws her hot. JRJR doesn't draw hot well anymore. <laughs> Exactly. And again, I loved his Spider-Man in the '90s. I really did, man. And um, I think it, it's something about the old artist, the, the you know, '90s, '80s, '90s generation, switching over to digital art that just doesn't translate well. Uh, and then they're also not to be ages, but they're also old. So, like, yeah. we get it. I mean, it's it's also a, a like. And this this may be a conversation for for other shows like the Keeg Talks comics, which is now the new shift for the Keeg Talks on weekends. Anyway, the point being is uh, artists, writers need to constantly like learn new things. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Change, like find what works, change what doesn't, reinvent yeah. yourself, be innovative. And Practice. like shout out to Mark Wade, who is writing comics God, man. for decades and still firing on all cylinders that dude can spin gold man yeah for sure always flown under the radar i've always enjoyed his writing but 
just never I've never really propped him up as one of my all time favorites. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, he co wrote Kingdom Come. So, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You know? And he's she's just spinning gold right now, man. It really not missing at all. It's it's crazy. Hoping that, yeah. that Dan Mora is on his side too. Like that. Jesus, that Dan Mora is just <laughs> Dan Mora's a freaking robot. Yeah. Um, shout out, shout out to to all the greats. Um, there are other books that we have talked about. We we got about like 20 minutes or so. Um, um, let's just say less because I want to talk also about what's coming out next week, what we're looking forward yeah. to with that. But uh, we got to fly through some of these that came out this week. So um, we won't go too much, but like a couple sentences each and we'll we'll get through them. Uh, Jean Grey, number one. We all read it. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let you guys talk and then I'll clear up if you guys have any questions. It was a weird That's one good. for me too. And I'm very ingrained in it. That was that was a good sum up, summation right there. We all read it. <laughs> so. I don't know yeah, where so, it's going. It's really yeah, yeah. It was so ran- it was random. Confused. So I, I I know what's going on. Like I like I said, I, I skimmed through a lot of X Men stuff now, so I'm familiar with what happened at the Hellfire Gala and sort of what's sort of happening. I couldn't tell you like all the details. So for me, I didn't know what to expect with this. Um, but I can tell you right now, it wasn't a retread on the story from years ago where they were time displaced teens. And then it just went down this whole what felt like an Elseworld story of like this Jean Grey's life. It was just so random, in my opinion. Like, oh, my God. Like that, that is how scary she can be. And she wasn't even yeah. trying to be scary. So. Yeah. And so is this the Jean Grey or is that a splintered no, this timeline? Has a splintered timeline. So so what I've gathered from this, first things first, Jean Grey has been killed in Hellfire Gala. In the most yeah. recent Hellfire Gala, she's been like she got she got killed. She did a couple things before she died to set up stuff to save the mutants, but she's dead. Everybody thought this series would be about her eventual resurrection. Problem yeah. is this issue doesn't tie in with her death technically. It ties in with a previous thing where her time displaced younger self, they they, they all went back to their timeline and then they uh-huh. erased their memory. So they did a thing where they erased their own memory, but they yeah. had those memories unlock at the mo- like in their future selves. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind like of like a timer on it. Like a like a time capsule, right? On their yeah. memories that so that they can sense. learn yeah. and and like they can learn about themselves and they can still have that character growth yeah they technically but didn't effective. rob themselves of their this life that they lived right right because that's what that's what uh the ending of days of future past the movie technically kills a wolverine to bring back wolverine like if you think yeah. about it anyway anyway that's a side thing uh but this one has it that the premise of this is if she didn't erase their memories and they operated with future knowledge on stuff, and then she started going batshit crazy. I don't know yeah. how it fits, but it has to fit. There has to be a point. It seemed like a one. Like it's just, it's just a uh, like. Yeah, she's in her mind right now. She just died. She's like in that little time period of, you know, death and and or right at death's door. Yeah, and she's just going like she said. She's going through her mind maze and just looking at all the possibilities of where she went wrong. So she's looking at all her stories that we know of her. So. Yeah. This is one story. The next issue is going to be another story of. But this isn't canon. She could have made. 
This isn't what actually that, happened that, in the timeline. That's what I'm. That's what I was. Yeah, that's what's so I weird, I'm, I'm missing something because I'm not reading X Men either. But as far as I was concerned, like everything that happened in X Men Blue never actually happened because of Krakoa right. and all that. So, well, but no, it did. That's what I feel it like did, it's happening. It did still happen. All that stuff that did happen. No, no, it, it happened. <laughs> they, they all said, oh, "Wait, X Men Blue, which which one?" X Men Blue, the most with, recent with the one. time it's, displaced X Men. Yeah, with the time displacement. Yeah. Because it makes no sense for that to act- have actually happened. But then again, Scott does still have his memories as the champion. Yeah. That's just weird. It's, we'll, we'll, ta- we'll have to talk about it another time. But like, I, it makes sense. It makes sense. By the way, uh, I just wanted to show this off. Um, I got a Quicksilver uh, top. I thought from, that's what that was. <laughs> yeah, from, from Amazon. Uh, you find a lot of random stuff on Amazon because there's a lot of like small shops. Anyway, yeah. side note. Uh, or that, that was just a side note. Um. So that was Jean Grey number one. Um, did you guys read something? Um, Immortal Thor. Did you guys read all that? Immortal. Did y'all read that? Yeah, I did not. And I'll just say something real quick about Immortal Thor. I started the first thing. I saw so much text, and I was like, "It's Peace a out. lot." That's it. It's yeah. a lot. I'm, I'm not going to be able to. I'll get back to it, but I'm not going to be able to read it for this for this show. Well, how was it? Yeah. Thought. It was. It was wordy it was and i know it's their comic books that have words in them but it was uh, a lot of exposition a lot of setup i'm not a huge thor fan he's fine and i do like a lot of his i think he's usually well written um obviously people are going to compare this to immortal hulk um i don't know it, it was fine yeah no again i'm not a huge you know, <laughs> not, not a huge thor fan so i don't know yeah, I don't like what people wordy, are expecting. I don't like wordy Thor, like yeah. like from the past. I don't read old Thor because of that. Like, and it I seems sort of like deep lore Thor, like characters from his past and um, random characters and alternate Earth, not alternate Earth, but I don't know. It's a it's yeah. it's exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah. Um. All right. That's immortal Thor. Um. Manny, did you? Is there something that you read that you didn't get to? And uh, Tenement, the Born Orchard Mythos. Tenement is written by Jeff Lemire and drawn by, is it Andrea or Andre Sorrentino? Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've never heard it. But I, I know. Um, I've heard of Sorrentino, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They did uh, Gideon Falls. Um, yeah. They did. Uh, yeah. So basically, this is just like a whole, like a, a series of different books that come in together in the same universe called the Bone, Bone Orchard Mythos. This is the uh, third series, I believe. And um, it's just, this one was picking up the action, basically. The first two issues, they set up a mystery of of this other world, kind of like Gideon Falls. And then in this issue, they actually step through like the, the doorway, the portal into this other world and are immediately subjected to a lot of nightmares. And, and that's how kind of the book ends. So okay. it was it was good. It was uh pretty creepy. Sorrentino's artwork is is creepy, man. Like it really kind of just like makes you feel like I don't know, uncomfortable. So it worked yeah. for yeah. the type of story. What what issue is this? Because I wanted to check this out. I didn't. Uh, this is issue number three of Tenet. Oh man, I'm I'm way behind. Yeah, I wanted to check this one out. That's this good. Sounds I good. Think this one's better than the previous series, which I already oh uh the 10,000 black feathers was it was five issues but that one was just slow 
just yeah, dragon. Whistler. It's part of this universe, but I mean that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I want to talk uh real quick about big game number two. I know I read it. Did Lex read it? Lex read it? Yeah, yeah, I read it. Manny, did you read it? I did not. This is Mark Miller's big crossover event that he's never done. Like over the last 20 years, he's created like 20 different series that are all just like Set, his yeah. own concepts, right? And he said he this, would never cross them over. In this, That's what they he all said take back in the place, day. they all take place on the same earth. Yeah. Um, the only exception is Jupiter's yeah. legacy and Jupiter like the Jupiter stuff. The Ju- that is fictional media in this world. I love it. As far as we know. But like that's what they yeah. said. Um, but like in this issue, we see the the guy from what, what who's the who's the guy from it's not Prodigy, right? It's not is it called Prodigy? Prodigy's the uh Edison Crane is his name. Okay, but Prodigy was the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that guy, a mm-hmm. new character. But you didn't like the, Prodigy, right? I did not like Prodigy. Yeah, I remember we talked about that. <laughs> when Prodigy first Dicko came out. Yeah. I love Tyler Dick. Like, oh, I can think of everything. And I yeah. Mark Miller does that prize. with Nemesis too, right? Like he'll <laughs> always make it like, well, I I've thought 12 steps ahead. And it's like, oh, he loves come Batman, on, man. yeah. <laughs> I know that you know that I know that you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought it's they were going to do that in this. Yeah. I thought that was this issue was. I thought it was going to be completely all of that in this issue, and I'm really glad it wasn't. A lot of characters died, and I'm quoting "died" because I don't think uh-huh. they're dead. Because, like, basically, they team up with the Chrononauts from Chrononauts. Love that book. Yeah, love um, book. that was a good book. Um, and then they come back out of the portal and they get done gunned down, and so it's like. Okay. Yeah, instantly. And but then, I'm gonna be really annoyed if it's like Edison knew that they were going to kill them. To it. I just he had to. That's his power. That. That's like his whole. I'm gonna hate that. You know? man. He's in his mind palace right now, thinking of all the yeah. different scenarios. Yeah. And I'm gonna go on the record and say that I don't agree with Mark Millar as a person. He says a lot of bizarre things on the internet. Not does a huge he? fan. Of, I mean, I know yeah. he does, but not like, a huge fan of him personally. Okay. But uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't love a lot of these characters, and I'm yeah. a huge sucker for crossovers. I I am. I know people hate them, but I'm a huge sucker when you tie in all these characters. And yeah. so I'm eating this. I'm eating this book up, man. You know. You know what this oh. is like. This is like the TGI TGIF uh, back in the day where they did the yeah. big crossover where like Sabrina the Teenage Witch crosses <laughs> yeah. into Boy Meets yeah. World, and you're yeah. like, what? And or, or like is, yeah. or like Urkel Urkel goes to step by step like he yeah. goes to the house and it's like what are you doing this is crazy. or it's like you know it's it's like sitting with your friends and you're like p- talking about oh this is what I would do if they lived in the yeah. same universe and I, and it's just it doesn't it's rand it's not random it's actually it's fitting pretty well and but I think that I'm just a huge sucker for that kind of stuff and um, there are characters he, I forgot that were same. Mark Miller and like. Hit Girl and Eggsy. Yeah, from, when, from when Eggsy popped up, I was like, oh, this is great. Uh, I was like, <laughs> the two of them? Can you imagine? Yeah, and yeah it's great. This book. And then, yeah, I like, I'm a huge fan of Stardust as well. And uh, he's in the first they, issue. Yeah, and they had him at the beginning of this. and uh, Or no, that was in the first issue, right? Yeah. Where he was talking to his granddaughter. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just loving all of this stuff, man. Uh, Nemesis. He massacred the ambassadors, though. Like all the, mass- mm-hmm. the ambassadors got massacred, and that's yeah. why I don't know whether they're dead 
it, it yeah, just, so if you it, just read it, the ambassadors and, and fell in love with that series. The, yeah, like a month well, ago. I, I just realized what you were talking about. I just put together what you're he, saying by the ambassadors. Yeah. <laughs> he just wrote them and now he killed them all. And then in the next issue, it's gonna be the nightclub, which is the three vampires from the nightclub that just came out. And I haven't even Huck, read that one. And Huck. Who, they kill Huck though. Huck is a sweetheart, man. They can't right. they can't massacre Huck. So in the next issue, it's supposed to be like like they're going to like the Midwest of America and the weird things that happen there. So all the villains yeah. from Wanted are coming back to do another cleansing because every so often yeah. they have to cleanse the world of, of heroes, rewrite yeah. reality or rewrite people's memory and to stay then in control. to stay in control. So now the heroes are popping back up again. They got to do it again. So like the heroes are inevitable, which I kind of like. I like hopeful, yeah. optimistic Mark Miller, and yeah. not like. But man, cynical, he really he really hides you know. it in this. <laughs> he really hides yeah. it in this book, man. You know, yeah. one cool thing I want to touch on before we we move on is yeah. that we get to see Kickass, the original one, uh, as a, he's a older, he's an adult, and he's like sort of talking about issue, his memoirs. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it was in the first issue. Yeah, yeah. I I read. I went back and read the first one just to make sure. I, because there's so much that happens. And, Every uh, character he's written in the past, <laughs> however, like couple decades. So I'm interested to see how that plays out, um, and I'm glad yeah. they didn't completely kill Hit Girl. They didn't. They didn't what kill her because saved did. her. Yeah, he saved her. That's right. Would you say this is better or crossover by Donny Cates? Oh man, crossover had so much potential, dude. And it, did, it did fall short. I, I wasn't going to throw that out there, but like, it had so much potential. Like and Madman is probably my favorite comic book character of all time. So the inclusion of Madman in crossover keeps that book in good graces for me. But um, one thing Donny Cates does really well is promote his own books. And man, he really sold that book. Like he sold that book, like it was gonna be the you know history of comic books is changing because we're doing things you can't think of. First issue, we're teasing Superman, crossing over an image book. We're doing all of these crazy things, and it just kind of never happened. There was a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, there was a lot of uh, surprising characters that I didn't think they would pop up, but uh, I think he oversold it for yeah, what it was. The game. Big game yeah. wasn't oversold. Do you think that yeah. they just hey, they they didn't even they yeah. didn't talk a big game? No, yeah, because I don't think he, I don't they think just, he promoted it. I don't think he promoted it like that. Um, I always just saw like an ad in one of their comics, and that was it. Yeah, like, it a huge thing. I, I love Donny Cates, uh, and so I follow a lot of stuff, and he really sold <laughs> sold the crap out of crossover, and maybe that was just in my kind of ecosystem. But uh, like a comic about comics, a comic for comics, yeah, right? Yeah, um, like if you like yeah. the deep cuts, this is gonna knock your socks off. And it's like, sure. yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff was cool, man. It was a lot of stuff was cool, but my socks yeah. are on. <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna do a fire fire round for just a couple yep. that we we have left. Um, whoever has um, oh um, the schlub uh Lex, give us a couple sentences. Schlub is fine. Uh, I know they're trying to they're trying to do a lot of promotion about it. It's very cartoony. It's Freaky Friday meets Superman. 
Yeah. A super so. uh, like a, the superhero and the schlubby scientist guy? Is he a scientist? Yeah. He's a, okay. He's a dentist. So he's, he's a dentist. And then he, so he's even worse, right? Yeah. So Freaky Friday was Superman. That's the best explanation I have. It's fine. It's very cartoony. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see if it gets better. It might get better. Side note, do you remember Ultimate Fantastic Four where Doom and Reed do a Freaky mm-hmm. Friday mind switch? That was I super do. cool. Yeah, they need to cool. do that again sometime. Yeah. Um, TMN, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Stranger Things, issue number two. I read issue number one. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Another crossover that like, you know, take it away. Oh, minute. yeah. It's a commercial. There's no... Yeah. But what's there, the, what, how was issue two? The same. You know, it's... If you're a fan of Stranger Things, if you're a fan of tmnt you will enjoy it for what it is all it is is um to sell toys to to pitch tmnt yeah. that's just came out with the movie stranger things is coming back at some point it's just to keep them sort of in the zeitgeist right and um, you gotta you gotta keep reminding people yeah yeah it's fine yeah that's fair Another um, x-force 43 finally brings the x-force series up to hellfire gala so mm. like I think it was the only one that was kind of behind. So now it's because they did like some shenanigans. Um, Again, as a big X-Men fan, as a big X-Force fan, uh, it was a good issue. I don't know where they're going from this point. There was, it ends with this big thing. And I was like, okay, now we know what happens. That's the thing about Hellfire Gala. You don't know what happens to a lot of the characters and you find it out through these other series. Something I think is so impressive, and I'll just say this real quickly about the X-Men in general and what makes me want to jump on and, and catch up, is that it's not just one writer. It's not just Hickman doing all of these titles. It's all of these collaborators working together, and it's still working. Yeah, um, even after Hickman just, left. It's a yeah, team, which, is, which is just this massive undertaking that I, I don't think enough people appreciate. They don't They don't realize it. it, it like, Spider-Man used to be written by a team, remember? And mm-hmm. like it was like it wasn't even half of what X-Men like the it was random. Were. Yeah, so yeah. so random. Yeah. When's of X started in 2016? What's up? When did when did House of X uh 2019? Nineteen? Okay. Yeah, it's only been Jesus. four years. Yeah. Still, you know, it was bad. before, yeah, it was before the pandemic. And then, you know. Um, Night Terrors number four. Uh, this is the mainline Night Terrors book. I don't like dream stuff. I don't like that. Uh, like, like I, I talked about on a previous episode. Like, I don't like dream sequences or like yeah. I'm entering the psychic plane of their their subconscious. And it, I did like, read that oh, one. You know, like, uh, but I Night did read Terrors that one. Yeah, four. Uh, it was uh, it was okay. It was whatever. This it was is no the surprise. mainline stuff. Yeah, there's no surprise. You know what was going to happen. And I think it ends with Night's End which is next week, I think. Yeah. Um, so whatever. Deadpool there have been some 10. good titles in there, but... Yeah, but again, I don't like dream sequences, so I haven't really cared yeah. much for it's a... the one-shots. Um, Deadpool 10 uh, it finishes up this run. It's my favorite run of Deadpool, I think. Um, mm. And it's only been 10 issues, and then it ends. Like, it's, it's done now, so... Um, yeah. It's really worth checking out. Buy it if you can. It's legitimately funny. It does get more horny in like the last couple, of, like like sex jokes, like too many sex jokes. I think in the mm. final issue here, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um. Um. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do some quick blurbs unless you guys have read these. Batman: The Brave and the Bold number four was not good. Number three was, but 
number four. They're like small stories, but like yeah, I tried, I tried to read it, I couldn't. It just, it just wasn't good. Uh, Unstoppable Doom Patrol number five has been pretty good. It's been cartoony, it's mm-hmm. been outlandish, exactly what you want in a Doom Patrol book. Um, and it's yeah. five issues in out of seven, so um, I'm hoping, you know, they they find a new life after seven. Um, Realm of X number one has a couple of X Men. Uh, a couple of mutants after Hellfire Gala, they end up in Vanaheim, which is one of the realms of the Ten Realms. Um, it was a whatever book. It's more magical based, and I don't like magic so much with like my mutants. And that's just me. Um, Captain America the finale uh, is just closing up the threads before they do another issue number one. It was what it was. If you like this run, it's just finish it off, you know? Um, talking about another thing that finished off is Planet of the Apes, uh, with issue number five, I believe that closes this and it just kind of wraps things up and it just ends. And like, I thought it was good. I liked, I love Planet of the Apes, like the new movies. I love mm-hmm. them. These tie in with that, but cause there, oh, nice. I didn't new, know that. there's a new movie supposed to come out. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is supposed to come out either this year or next year. So, uh, next year. So, um, this has been Marvel's imprint. They've done Predator. Alien and Planet of the Apes under their 20th Century Studios imprint of comics. Um, you know, and then Marvel Unleashed, if you like super pets and that sort of thing, you know, um, Marvel has their stuff and uh, it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. It, like, it was it, sad. I skimmed through that one. Did you read this one? I skimmed through it. It was kind of sad. It looked sad. Like the D-Dog. D-Dog. There, there's literally a dog without an owner that was abandoned and that wants to be a hero and to save people and be loved because it didn't feel love. Um, mm-hmm. And then Red Wing, which is Falcon's uh, Falcon, uh, talks about the Rainbow Bridge where all the pets, you know, when you die, you meet your your loved one on the Rainbow Bridge and you go to heaven together. And D-Dog goes, what if I never had an owner? And Red Wing was like, well, then you'll probably be alone forever. <laughs> like, Jesus, like, yeah. Oh shit. It's so sad. And then Red Wings just being a dick. And so they sucks to suck. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. So all in all, uh, a good comic week, I think. Um yeah. I want to know real quick before we get going what you guys are looking forward to next week. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I'll go. I mean, um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Uh Miss Marvel. Yeah. I want to see what's going on with that. I got to check that out. Yeah. Uh, next week. Yeah. The Hunger in the Dusk, issue number two. I really enjoyed the first issue of that. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, issue three. Mm. And I think those are my most anticipated books mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to Ultimate Invasion number three because I'm trying to figure out what the what's the point of Ultimate Invasion. I'm trying to I figure it, it out. I mean, Jonathan Hickman has to have a point. I trust him, man. I trust him. Yeah. Not by issue three. I don't think you're going to see anything in issue three. <sighs> I don't. There has to. Like, something's going to How many happen. issues? How many issues is that series? I don't know. Six? I mean, I would yeah, guess most things are. Six. Mo- it's probably going to be six. Um, let's see. Uh, mm, because everything's on lock, it only has, like, covers up to four. Mm. so uh i don't know um i'm also looking forward to night terror or night's end just to 
know what what's the point of that crossover like all these events i just need to know the point you know like what is the point um blade number two comes out next week um and i i like the the first one's good yeah Yeah. the blade number one um uh i'm trying to see what else um comes out next well because it's it was a five week week or five uh week month so everything's kind of split but um i don't know manny you looking forward to anything uh, other than ultimate invasion i only have three books uh Mm. the moon night annual is coming out which yeah i don't think it's i think it's part of an event called contest of chaos with agatha harkness so that's Mm. thing but the main thing that i'm looking forward to is a devil's cut number one that's been talked about a lot from uh, oh yeah 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 me too i want to see what they're what they got cooking that new publishing Mm. thing where it's um the the uh, writers are the owners sometimes like that yeah it's like all of them too it's like snyder tanyan ram v there's like so many stephanie, stephanie phillips oh i see that yeah 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 stephanie phillips distillery, distillery cuts the devil's cut basically is what it's what's coming out next week so that's the first of maybe many or maybe that's it <laughs> we'll, we'll find yeah. out all right yeah i'm excited right. to see what they're gonna do yeah um all in all i love reading comics and i like talking about it with you guys thank you guys so much for for coming on the show and taking yeah. time out of your thursday uh to talk um uh manny where can we find you online what do you got coming up anything you want to plug uh at many reads comics uh instagram tiktok uh youtube i don't really do anything there but it's there it exists uh but no nothing's coming up at the moment i think uh I'm still doing like these little monthly wrap up things that you'll see on Instagram, but uh, other than that, just you know, I'm always there just to see the latest comic news. For sure, for sure. Thanks for coming on, man. Of course. Uh, Lex, what do you? Uh, uh, same thing. Uh, Wednesday pool everywhere online. I'm sure we have a handle on something, and and new episodes every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, I say morning, but it usually ends up being afternoon by the time I put published. So, <laughs> so yeah, every every Wednesday, oh, new Wednesday. episode, and then yeah, for sure. And uh, Wednesday, pull everywhere else. Okay, awesome. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you to people out there who are watching and or listening. If you're watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Or if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Um, if you are on social media, our big social media is our TikTok and Instagram. So definitely follow us there at The Keeg Show. But we're also on other social media like Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. So you can find us at The Keeg Show slash The Keeg Show pretty much wherever. If you want to give back to The Keeg, uh, you can give back to us uh, through Patreon, patreon.com slash The Keeg Show. Find a donation tier that works for you and subscribe to that. Um, we got the Comic Talk uh, show, which is Comic Talk, right? Uh, every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And then every weekend, uh, we also have the Keeg Talks comics. It was the Keeg Talks. Right now, we've shifted into more of a comic focus uh, while we, um, uh, in support of the strike, uh, WGA and sag after strikes. So we're not talking about movies and TV shows. We're talking about comics. And that's what we're doing uh, this weekend, this Sunday. Uh, we are talking about Nightwing, just as a character talking about Nightwing, everybody's favorite uh, Robin, kind of. 
Maybe. I don't know. I Maybe it. we'll discuss it on the episode. Who's, I don't know. Everybody has a different favorite Robin. But Dick Grayson himself, Nightwing, we're going to be talking about him this weekend. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you guys yet again for coming on. Thank you, everybody out there for watching and or listening. And you guys will be here next week on the show again. So we'll be able to chat some more. Um, uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for watching. Once again, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And this has been Comic Talk for the week of Thursday, August 24th, 2023. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.